three, two, one, and we're on Hedge. How are you? Hello, Brettworth. I'm good, buddy. How are you? Well, I'm good, I'm good, but I know that's a lie. I know you're not good. Says you got to you being in the mood. Terrible day. Terrible day. I have a question for you, Brett. I have a question for you. Go on. You old looking fuck. Oh! (laughs) Shots fired straight on. (laughs) Fuck me, eh? Uh, no, no. When, uh, which age did you realise when you're getting older that Mm. you're just sick of everyone's shit? Like, just daily shit. Like, just, I'll give you an example. Yeah. I'll have an example. I was driving home the other day. And then somebody with their piece of shit automobile, it looks like they've just taken the fucking cordless drill to it and drilled a few holes in the exhaust pipe. A pulsey? Was it a pulsar? No, it wasn't a pulsar. I was in a pulsar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they just, they know they're driving a piece of shit, but they wait until they see someone with their windows open, a.k.a. me. Yeah. I could be a bit self-centered thinking that they're just doing it to me. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. And they just rev the shit out of it. Maybe they were just showing off to you. They're like, check me out. It's fucking four PM, bro. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna hear that shit. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah. You're just mad because oh, I'm off of, of your effort. I'm off it. Coming home every day. I'm off it. How is that drive? Is it still fucked? Traffic everywhere? Look, I'm like thirty minutes from home now, but the joke is that the traffic this week has been ridiculous because when it rains, it seems like everyone in Australia just forgets everything they know about driving an automobile. We just don't know what to do, Hedge. We don't know. We don't. We really, like... We just got to drive slower. It floods two suburbs away and people in Ingleburn are like, shit, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. It's loose, isn't it? No, it's horrible. It's not good. It's not. And then they they just park anywhere and they scratch your car as they get out. That was your main problem when you walked in today. (laughs) Done. So, uh, here, come on. Done with the world. So the issue is parking where you are. So why it's working in Edmonton Park and they've set up, um, like they're just building new homes everywhere, just like South West Sydney, yeah. new homes. It's, a, it's a, like a shopping mall slash apartments on top. Yeah, yeah. And so there's all these homes and everything and basically um, there's not enough parking for everyone. They set up that. There's nowhere near enough parking for anyone. Well, they set up a big parking lot, didn't they? Like multi-story yeah. one. But as no, this... no, no, no multi-story. They're for just... the train. Yeah, no, they're just one-story car parks oh. either side, and they're about 40 to 50 spots each, and they fill up within 45 minutes. So, yeah, you were saying you have to park a kilometre away. And yeah, I've been having to park <laughs> a kilometre, and well, it's not like, uh, I don't know if it's a kilometre, but yeah, me exaggerating the fact when I'm angry in the morning. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, fucking walking a kilometre to work, what a joke. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's just this country has no ability. Well, this state, I should say. I shouldn't blame the whole country when it's... Probably just this state has the inability to forecast the correct numbers mm. for, uh, what would you call it, inflation yeah, in developing exactly. areas. Yeah. But the well, big issue with Edmonton Park is there's, there's builders everywhere because they're building homes. So, like, they're parking everywhere and taking all the spots. Yes, but did you know that the uh, daily commuters who catch the train are parking in the site? Really? Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it sounds like you do. Yeah, it's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then you get the older coppers that come around and it's like, well, time to book a few people. Got to make my quota for the week. Here's a $270 fine for parking on the pavement. Here's another fine. Coppers don't do that, do they? No, no, of course not. Have you ever seen a highway patrolman booking people for parking? Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen one do that. Hey, maybe forgive my ignorance if I'm incorrect. Yeah, I thought it was, <laughs> there was just all those parking inspectors everywhere. They work for the council. 
No. I'm tripping. Never seen one of them. I've just seen the police come around and do it. And then I got a little letter in the mail. Yeah. Just a quick white fitty. Yeah. That's what you get for parking on the pavement. <laughs> now give me $150. Yeah. Talk about quota. It was in the news today, wasn't it? About the strip search quota. The, the New no, South Wales police. Educate me. Educate me. Yeah. Oh, let me get something up about it. Shit. Why are you doing that? The, What's um, what whiskey are we drinking today, bro? Uh, it's the whiskey you got me for my birthday, mate, that I never Rollins, Tennessee. Sour mash whiskey. That doesn't sound intriguing, but it tastes... It tastes all right. Good. I don't mind it. It does. It tastes so, like Maker's Mark, really. Yeah, I've got, an episode, I've got a, um, Go an article up from ABC News. Go New South Wales police set quota for 241,000 personal searches and strip searches in 12 months, a document reveals. So, yeah, they're just getting amongst it. They, uh, so, New South Wales strip police... Strip searches. Yeah, man. So, you know how they... Um, there was loads of complaints throughout the year, like over the last year, of people being like strip searched, like for no good reason. I've never seen this. Like, obviously, they're supposed to do it like if they're like suspicious or something, but like, you imagine like festivals, for instance, you go to a Oh, festival, yeah, well, obviously, but. They will get the quota up something fierce at festivals. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, it's a bit gnarly. And an old strip search just says, hey, you got out. Do you see the blokes? But sorry, speaking yeah. of festivals, the other night it was on the news, you got caught with 1,050 uh, pills or something, MDMA. Really? 1,050 just in condoms. Really? Yeah. I so he's either got a gaping white asshole, or he's got some fucking tricky pants on him. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Over a thousand pills. I knew a girl that he smuggled wanted... in a bunch in a JJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gnarly. <laughs> but I know who it is. Yeah, you can probably guess. <laughs> is she flaky? No, it's not her. Oh, no, no, damn. no. It's someone I I may have worked with though. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, may, yeah no. may have been to my birthday once. Yeah, I know. She birthday brought the uh, the Valium. Not her. No. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so the document obtained by the New South Wales Greens under freedom of information law reveals that the New South Wales police force set that quota. Um, so basically officers almost reached that target performing 2,000, sorry, 238,923 personal searches in that period. So they're just getting amongst it. And like the Greens were like, that's a guaranteed recipe for abuse. Of people's human rights. Because, yeah, the cops like got like a bit of a power there, haven't they? Just like knowing they've got to hit a quota. Imagine like being a cop and in the morning you just like, just before you go out, sergeant's just like, hey, boys, <laughs> what you get? get? You know what I mean? Like 50 strip searches done today. We need to hit that quota. And I wonder if they get a bonus if they hit the quota. Wouldn't that be a fucking piss take? They probably do. Mm. I don't want to assume that. Yeah, let's not, let's not rattle the police no, force. We shouldn't, we shouldn't. <laughs> got a couple of mates that are police, were police. Yeah, Don't yeah. Don't offend anyone out there, you know? We can't be doing that. We can't be doing that, Brett. No. We're not here to offend. No, 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 no. But... Until the third whiskey. Yeah. It's not, it might be like the Australian Air podcast. <laughs> All bets are off. <laughs> All bets are off. We'll be a lot more sober this time. I reckon. I've been really excited for this episode. I am, yeah. Loving it. Yes. Loving the idea of it. We've been keen, as. It's going to be good. This, this is Strange Mates yeah. podcast. This is pretty much what it's about. Well, it's the sort of content that we will be hitting. Yeah, Hitting hard. found our groove, kind of. Yeah. We know where we're yeah. going now. A bit more. So that being said, first little bit of fucking activity. Let's do it. So will Elon Musk fix Australia's terrible internet service hedge? <laughs> you heard about Starlink, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I've heard a bit about it. Not too much, though. I'm not too educated on the subject. So. Uh, yeah. Well, first off, let's discuss the constant disappointment that is Australia's internet. Look, I'm sick of buffering my porn in 2020. <laughs> I'm sick of it. It's like dial-up. I'm off it. it. 
It's so annoying. So the bloody MBN service, which is running like varied technology and copper wire throughout the entire country. So the, the entire country they're trying to do. So we're seven point, I read a stat, 7.5 million kilometers squared. This country. So yeah, good luck playing <laughs> your fucking copper cunts. But I heard they were on target. So I got another little bit up here. The project costs jumped from the estimated 29.5 billion before 2013. Federal election to forty six to fifty six billion afterwards in twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's a jump. Carry on. I reckon. And in twenty sixteen, NBN Co said it was targeted for forty nine billion, but by late twenty eighteen, they estimated a final cost was fifty one billion. Do we know what these costs are associated to? I have a theory. Go on. Did you ever see the meme that came out about Australians MB- Australia's NBN? No. And it was <laughs> it was great. It was one of the best. Yeah. It was a picture of twenty workers in their high vis protective equipment standing around a manhole which the MBN cables are laid within. Yeah. And so there's twenty blokes around one hole. It's a whole army of cars for the MBN. And each <laughs> each man <laughs> I'm loving it already, yeah. Each man <laughs> Had a little fucking thing attached to him on the on the meme, and it was like supervisor, assistant supervisor, supervising assistant supervisor, supervisor, <laughs> <laughs> cable layer, cable layer supervisor, cable layer management supervisor, cable layer maintenance guy, and they all had these ridiculous titles above their head. Just taking the piss because why do you need twenty blokes to lay a fucking cable? I reckon. Again, apologies for my ignorance if I don't know the ins and outs of the profession, but... Well, I've seen it, man. They laid we're it, struggling! They laid out here the other day, or about probably a month back. And it goes live in March, one month. Let's see how we go. Out but here? Know, yeah, yeah. Fine. I've had it for a while. Yeah, you can't. No, it's, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. It has its moments. I've heard a lot a lot of horror, horror stories. And it's not quick. I, I, it's quick, but it's not as quick as they claim. An article came out that I'm um, like... ADSL2 was faster in areas, certain areas, because everyone's jumping over to MBN in the new areas, so it frees up the bandwidth in ADSL2. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe, fuck MBN, go ADSL2. But the MBN is already not fit for purpose, uh, some bloke said, <laughs> with the service unable some to meet said. performance requirements of cutting-edge streaming technology. I was on some article I read. Whoever that bloke was must have been pretty knowledgeable because I've already heard that as well. By the time it's finished or already before it's finished, it's already obsolete. Well, you know, um, so yeah. 5G shits on it. Yeah. And 5G, I'd say we'd have a fair amount of things already here. Mm. A fair amount of towers already built for 5G. Mm. But um, all the phones coming out with them. So this year's iPhone, rumoured to be 5G compatible, hopefully should I'm sure be. they will be, especially if like launching abroad and yeah. stuff. Samsung's already on it. Remember that country that like banned 4G, 5G, sorry, because they're like our citizens aren't guinea pigs. Yeah, to a uh, what do they call it? Uh, whoa, an unwilling uh, human experiment. Mm. Yeah, well that's it. We don't know the effects of it. But anyway, so like, you know, Google Stadia. So basically, Google Google Stadia is dubbed like the Netflix for games. So it's a cloud-based video game streaming platform that was unveiled back in March 2019. And it's launched over abroad, but you know it hasn't launched here. <laughs> you know why? Of course it doesn't. <laughs> because we're not, we can't stream that shit. We can't stream physical games. Like, you need, like, good internet. But luckily, Papa Elon's coming, everybody. Don't <laughs> fucking worry. We're going to need gaming consoles before we know it. We'll just be streaming everything. So Papa Elon, he's... Um, Elon Musk. He's a rose amongst the fawns of shit in the hedge. 
He's creating driverless cars for people who don't know. He's taking him out of his miles. He's doing all sorts. You should know who he is if you don't. And now his SpaceX, which is his rocket buddy company, uh, has a plan. It's called Starlink, which is basically going to make NBN like a blockbuster video rentals, man. SpaceX yep. has already, sorry, they will launch a constellation of 12,000 satellites up in the sky to be used for high-speed broadband. They've already deployed 300 of them. And this is all going to be done by 2021, next year. Bam. And the other day in the news, it was announced that, like, yeah, they've been given the green light by, by, um, by Australia. Do you say 12,000? Yeah. That's a lot of stuff in the sky. Yeah, space junk's going to be the problem, everyone's saying. A lot of stuff in the sky. How do you... Mm, again, I'm going to sound ignorant for the third time in this episode, <laughs> but... We're really on. <laughs> how do we avoid this... All this debris? Like, how do you get out? I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. oh, no, the Earth's huge, obviously, but <clears throat> 12,000. Yeah. So, basically, I've got a little bit of info about that. Well, actually, when you think about it, it's not a lot up there, is it? So, according to SpaceX, there is a 1% chance that at least one of its satellites will collide with a piece of debris during its 10-year stint in the sky. So, it sounds like they've got a lifespan of 10 years, these satellites. Um, so, yeah. That'll be all right. But I wonder the, how that stacks up with his reusability no, I sort of outlook on his business. I don't know how expensive they're going to cost him, but he's got the money. He'll be Of course he's got the money. And it's going, going to Mars! So, yeah. Well, he said Starlink's going to fund building a city on Mars. Oh, he's quoted <laughs> saying that, man. It's crazy. So, like, everyone using internet is going to, like, help build a city on another planet. Love it. It's fucking amazing. I was watching um, a podcast the other day with uh, Garrett Reisman. I think it's Garrett Reisman. It is. And uh, he used to work for NASA and he was an astronaut. He was up in space for a extended period of time. And yeah. now he works for Elon at SpaceX. Oh, yeah. And he was saying that Elon's dream is to die on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> interesting dream. I actually had an interesting conversation today about Mars. And we it's um, how do you govern who owns it? First there. First one to put up the flag, yeah. you're in. That's the that's the conclusion we came to. Yeah, that's why the Americans are up there, like in the moon. Can you imagine that though? The United States of America plus Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Elon Elon will be greedy, man. He originally comes from South Africa, doesn't he? Was that a racial slur? No, Was that saying. a racial Not stereotype? Saying, why is he gonna give it to America? <laughs> Fuck America. He'd be like, This is mine. <laughs> You know, we start building all sorts of shit for people like to deter them from coming. Then before you know it, Trump's coming. Trump said it the other day that they're going to um, put a man on Mars pretty soon. I don't think they're going to do that with NASA. But, um, yeah, I think he was... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, and that's when, it, when the impeachment speech went when he's like just cruising. <laughs> yeah, when he was acquitted. <laughs> he's like, whatever. Today is a day of celebration. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bloody hell. So yeah, good. so that's happening. Thank fuck. You know, it's killing me. I know, what do you got, Hedge? Let's keep it rolling. Should we get to the main topic of this episode? Go on. Or are, we, are we still talking about Elon or are we nah. moving on? We're moving on? He's got enough attention. He's fine. <laughs> He's got, he gets enough attention yeah. per day, doesn't he? Papa Elon. <laughs> All right. So what the main focus of this episode is, mm. Western Sydney's Rings of Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you talking about? Right. So this might be a topic not a lot of people know about yeah. in Western Sydney. Especially not the younger generation. I think they would. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't even know about it and I was driving past it every day. Yeah. So, Saturn's rings is what it's called. Mm. It's also referred to as the universal powerhouse. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Is it where you just go to work out and get shit done? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Terrible. Never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's perched up on a hilltop near Eskol Park, and it's called Mount Universe. Yeah. Great. Sounds Great. Cool. Sounds culty. <laughs> yeah, very culty. You just wait, mate. You just wait until we get to the juice of it. Yeah. So it was built like by a Polish immigrant from Ingleburn, Stefan Dwoznik. Yeah. Okay. Did we figure out how we say that? That sounded right. Let's go with that. Dwoznik. We'll do it. So uh, he started in about 1979, started building the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time, people were regarding it as like the most spectacular building in New South Wales, like limitless panoramic views of the surrounding area of like Eagle Vale and Campbelltown. All the beautiful cities of Sydney. All the beautiful cities. (laughs) The ones we hold dear. They would have been at the time. Yeah. But yeah. So this uh, Mr. Dwoznik, he had plans for the house to become the mecca for a worldwide movement directed towards a better life on earth. Brett Worth. I'm a boy. Sign me up. (laughs) Where do we sign up? Bit too late to sign up, buddy. No. Uh, so, according to the Campbelltown L- Library, local information website, yeah, it was intended to become a home for his family and a powerhouse for his proposed Universal Power World Society. When I tried to research that, I came up empty-handed, so I don't think it went ahead as planned. Aww. So, uh, he also self-published a book titled The Universal Life Challenge. Yeah, you told me about that. I was like, let's get it. You can't even buy that. <laughs> so that, was a, that was a big part of his uh, Universal Power World Society ideology. Yeah. Uh, basically, what was discussed in the book was Universal Power Philosophy, and then it outlined the aims and objectives of the society, such as you know engaging in cultural and sporting activities. And we got that down pat, yeah. Promotion of truth, love, and peace. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else yeah. you got? Um. So a lot of people just were fanboying and fangirling over the design of the house, particularly architects of that time, which you can imagine what architects of the late 1970s, early 80s would have been like. They would have been groovy. Like, oh, they yeah. would have been literally like ex Acid-inspired yeah. house designs. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so the architect who actually created it was named David Liddy, and he based the building on the rings of Saturn. So Stefan would have said, yo. Yo, make the shit make look like it Saturn. look like a fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been like mid-trip. Like, yes, I see it. This is it. I see it. I see it. Let me come back tomorrow with a fresh tab and we'll get started. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a fucking moon and back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you used to be able to see the frame of it from the skyline yeah. uh, as you're driving past. Sorry, the frame's skyline, mm. rather. Um, but now, as it is, it's actually finished now. It was rumoured to be unfinished, but now, or sorry, incomplete, but now it's finished. You said it's not happening, Hedge. So it's still happening. No, it's finished. It is finished. I put photos in here. You can yeah, have a look yeah, at no. the I've, I've, I've file seen it. screen. I loaded up just before we started. Yeah, looks um, good. Yeah, it does look good. I wouldn't move there. Everyone thought it was a casino. That's it looks very casino y. Yeah, if it yeah. was a casino, it'd probably still be there Got and still be front. functioning. Yeah, yeah, it's doing all right. Um, Palm trees, it's all happening. Yeah, yeah. So they reckon that an this bloke, an oasis. Yeah, yeah it does look God. like a bit of an oasis. Yeah, for a freaky deaky cult. Mm. So the research sort of suggests that Mister Dwoznik moved from the area down the south coast. Nobody knows where. Out of here. 
But they reckon he was in trouble with the tax office. Tax man came knocking, Tax eh? man came knocking. Like Stefan. Yeah. Before you start this mecca, pay your bills. Yeah, it's a bit of yeah, some photos there. It's like the most out there fucking design around the area, obviously. Yeah. So um, yeah. then I decided I'd, I'd look deeply into the architects. Mm. And it's, it's quite quirky. Yeah. It's quite quirky. You seen that video I just yeah, outlined yeah, you I before? Watched, that was it ridiculous. It was pretty out there. If we could play it, we'd play it, and everyone would understand that this, we'll, this was a real cult following. We'll put on our socials just for the lols. Yeah, yeah, we should. We should. So um, apparently today, yeah, with special special permission, you can be taken up there only if you know, you know, it's a matter of who you know. You know, know the right uh, people. Yeah, yeah, know the right people, they can take you up there. But um, two architects, or sorry, not architects, artists, uh, Sonia Lieber and David Chasworth. Mm-hmm. So um, they started researching the social history of the area. And then they also reported on unique buildings in vast uh, areas around the globe, I think. Okay. A bit of research. Good on them, yeah. I think. Um, Could be wrong. So they come across this and they quoted, they had the opportunity to uncover a unique part of Campbelltown's history, currently out of the public view. Sea-town. Sea-town. Yeah. so these are current architects, are they? They're or artists. Artist, sorry, I don't know where they are now. Yeah, yeah. I do not know. I don't know, Brett. You don't know much. They're off you. making. They're <laughs> off making strange videos elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, so, when have... you try and research this topic, you don't really get far. You get into blogs around a local area, and it's it's very mysterious, isn't it? Yeah, you like, get that's to, why we're talking about it. Yeah, to videos that make you go. What? So those artists, they designed the uh, a model, was it? Yeah. So they made a, a miniature model of it. Yeah. Um, with like a clear perspex and yeah. lighting in, like, included in it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was called Project Universal Powerhouse. Nice. Yeah. It looked killer, right? You showed me the image. Yeah. It looks sick, yeah. Crazy. Imagine if it would really look like that. I know. If then you'd, if you then you'd think, aliens. Yeah, if you tried that in 2020, you'll be, um, be getting some serious attention if you've done something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? For three layers and then just, like, those lights... Going yeah. around each side looks so cool. Well, they say Especially that the 70s and the 80s, all, a lot of the buildings, unique buildings of that time, were based off spaceships. Like their design oh, was very yeah. spaceship like. Yeah. And that would also line up with, uh, well, it'd be a different time era, but cars were also inspired heavily by spaceships at a certain time. I think it was the 50s. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. Cadillacs and yeah. Coupe de Ville's, you know, the they big, big do wings on the back. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, so they designed that. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was good inspiration. I like the original though as well, the, that Stefan got done. Good on him. I don't know. You should move back. You should get this going. What do you reckon it would look like in 2020 if Stefan moved back from the far South coast and was just like, okay, I'm ready. I'm here to reclaim. I yeah. think his family still owns it. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I want to go there and see if we can get any copies of his book. Yeah. They're, they're his book's rare. been like harshly criticized though. I know. Harshly yeah. criticised. You sent me those links. It was hilarious, eh? Hey? It was pretty pretty full on. It all one just, stars. <laughs> yeah, all one stars. Basically just <laughs> really giving it to Stefan. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Stephen Guard. That was yeah. my favourite interview. That's I mean, no, you, you sent me that one. You sent me that one. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of that one? I, I got his notes all on oh, your list here. This book is a Pippin and it's autographed by the author. Of course, it's out of print. It was self-published. They always are. If you find a copy, treasure it. 
The Universal Life Challenge deserves four stars for comedy, but only one for being taken serious as either literature or philosophy. The author <laughs> is convinced that all the world's problems will be fixed if we just believe. So if we just stop believing in any godhead, substitute universal life power and loveliness. So just forget any idea of God, all that jazz. Just love each other, just everybody. Life power and love each other. <laughs> but yeah, this guy just went ham on him. <laughs> It's not. It's pretty sad. But anyway. Oh man. Yeah, but what do you reckon? I think he he even said like he uh instead of doing some like actual text like inspired by what his beliefs were. Yeah. He just like had snapshots of his family, and tourist trips, (laughs) (laughs) and like the captions were like, "Happy people picnic in the lovely forest, a friendly kangaroo, even old people can be happy playing ping pong, or a beautiful flower." Yeah, yeah, like, buddy. Yes, the fine. I want your book, mate. Send it to me if you listen to this. <laughs> Fucking send it to us. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I want to see those pigs. <laughs> and then, then what's the other bloke say? Vickers, Mister Vickers, Patel, or whatever it is. <laughs> Let's be brutally honest here. This book is unsellable. Oh, <laughs> that's a dick thing to say, Vickers. He said, uh, "Dwarnik." Oh, fuck. Dwarnik. What else? Dwarnik. Yeah. Dwarnik. I'll never get that name right. Yeah, plans. Yeah, big plans. Big, big plans. Big plans for his mecca. Okay, yeah. His unique design, but unfortunately, you know, the money, the money ran out. Mm. I'm a bit dyslexic, Toronto. I can't get me fucking words right. It's just a little bit special. Yeah, go on. It's Thursday, Ivan, mate. Give me a break. Give me a break. Long week, long week. Give me a break. But what would he what do What happened to your that... fucking universal loveliness? Let's, uh, let's imagine. What would he do if he came back? To see his building. To fucking get it going. Oh, to get the mecca. <laughs> get it fucking fired up. Why not? Get it cranking again. Back to Sea Town. Maybe he is. Maybe here. he's doing something down the south coast we don't know about. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe he's, he's got a big following. I reckon he's working for big Gs. He's a secret. You know, you know what he could be? He could be in isolation and his cult could be in isolation. They could have all moved. Like the people that I showed you in that video. Yeah. Which was released by those artists. Yeah. Uh, Jumping around, dancing, being kooks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just quick backstory on that video before I fucking fuck that up. Yeah. Um, it was a universal uh, video work, universal powerhouse uh, in the near future is what it was called, I think. And it draws directly on the universal power manifesto, which mm. is uh, an ensemble of new age ideas and disconcerting predictions. Mm. That's the background of the video. Yeah. It sort of explains a bit of the... Lucrativeness of it. Um, <laughs> the eccentricness of it all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, people that looked very culty in that video, he yeah. could have that exact sort of following down there. He could be like in a robe being worshipped, mm, flying maybe. saucer underneath the earth in it like a hangar or something. I don't know, man. Just getting ready to bounce. I don't know, man. I seen a photo of one of those artists Just, and I was like yeah. joking with a mate. I said, um, so I was telling him about this. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, doesn't she look a bit like, and he's like, a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, whoa, jump straight in. Like, do go on. He's like, you know, that universal powerhouse underneath, you don't know what's underneath. You don't know how deep it goes. Human experiments continuing on twins. Yeah. Let's carry out the SS dream. (laughs) Oof. That's what they could be like. There's, and I was like, there's a lot of people that are still back. That's not. Back they do. Yeah, there is a lot of people, people that love it. Mm. Yeah, shipping in the music scene is uh, Nazi punks in the punk scene back in like Nazi the 80s. Nazi punks. And stuff. Yeah, man, real thing. 
Yeah, Dead Kennedy's a great punk band. Uh, had a song called Nazi Punks Fuck Off, which was a real popular song. Jesus. And they used to come to shows and just like fuck up shows and shit and just be douchebags. Really? Yeah, Nazi Punks. Look it up. All right. <laughs> I'll get to research, mate. Yeah, yeah. It was on, uh, even on, do you see American History X? No. Oh, well, that's like all about that kind of shit, the Nazis. No, I'll check that out then. It's not. But anyway, they're, they're listening. Is it? Am I getting, I'm getting it mixed up with something else. Yeah, yeah. It's so, sort of about... Oh, American Horror Story. Sort of about white power up. as well. It's a bit... It's a terrible mix-up. Mm. But Edward Norton stars in that. It's amazing. Oh, yeah? It's full on, though. He gets jacked for it as well. You should watch it. American History X. It's amazing. I know the bloke you're talking about. Yeah, very very yeah. confronting. It's full on. It's good. Yeah, give it a crack. But yeah, where are... Stefan! Stefan. Where are you, Stefan? Where are you? <laughs> um, very culty behaviour. You'll get a I bit of... What's that... Um, you sent it to me. I watched that. It reminds me. Just uh, leading on to it. You probably know more about this than I do. But I watched that Wild Wild Country on Netflix. Yeah, you watched it, yeah? <laughs> yes. And that, boy. that is what I picture Stefan's following yeah. in the South Coast. To the be Rajanish. Like. The Rajanish people. <laughs> the Rajanishis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. dressed in red. That's what creeped me out the most. They're all dressed in red. And I was like, this is a fucking yeah. horror film. Yeah, it's big. It's, it was so culty, man. Anyone out there hasn't seen it. Wild Wild Country. It's an amazing documentary. But just, yeah, a little bit about that. It's um, So Rajneesh Bhagwan uh, was a charismatic Indian guru and founder of the Rajneesh movement. So he, like, okay. he started moving after his own name, which is a bit... What did his name become again? <laughs> Osho, I believe. Osho, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He like, wore a white robe and like always had this like namaste. Wherever he walked, you've seen it on the first day. Yeah, man, I was, I was watching time. it and I was like, you know what? I could... Grab a few books on religion, <laughs> disappear in the mountains with some psychedelics or something like that and just, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> totally but, divert from life. Yeah, well, that's what happened. You start, everyone just started getting into him. He would like just stroll around India like in the 60s and just be like a public speaker. How's his um, right-hand man or should I say right-hand woman being up for all those charges of like murder and... Sheila. Sheila, yeah. Very Australian <laughs> name, isn't it? But if she's Indian, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Ma Anand Sheila was her name, I believe. But yeah, yeah. She said, um, she said foreigners brought dollars when the locals only brought rubies. <laughs> That's why they love foreigners. So not to give too much away, but it was in India. We went real big, and then loads of hippies and shit flew over and like get right, really yeah. behind uh, Bhagwan and his ideas and so on. And then um, they all uh, moved their operations, didn't they? Yeah, they moved antelope. To antelope in Oregon, in, the US. in America, Oregon, yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere. It was, and they decided. Let's fucking build a city. How quick they build it. <laughs> Wasn't it within two weeks and they were like within aerial view of like it was a very, whole township? It was very quick. I don't know if it was two weeks. It was super quick they'd done it. And everyone was just happy to work. Everyone's just like, yep, we're doing it for like a, like a bigger call. Like a higher power. Yeah, higher power. So everyone was just working around the clock and yeah, when in the documentary, just going on about how like the ex-members that are talking in the documentary, how like they were just happy to do it. They were like so The ex-members were there? Yeah. Yeah, in the documentary, all those people were in it. Why'd they leave? Oh, I don't want to give a ruin it for everyone, but <laughs> okay, uh, okay. let's just say shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan. Yeah, it's, gotta, it's, it's really it um, interesting, man. i got to watch it further. But even just from watching the first episode, it's like... And the production on it Production's is what fantastic. sucked me in. Mm. It's like, man, this has done really well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Everyone watch Wild Wild Country if you haven't seen it. Did you see ne- the, Netflix original. <laughs> Do you see the little like snippets of video where they're all doing the... Is it Kundalini meditation? Yeah, yeah. Let, and they're all just going fucking nuts. Like, lo, 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 lo. So, so this, this is, I was, I was hoping we'd get onto this. I, I want to talk about, I really think I'd, this is what dragged everyone in, was he like invented a new form of meditation called dynamic meditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've got, I loaded up here. So there's like five stages to it. 
and it goes for about an hour. So this is how we really like got people uh, fucking yeah, I remember, invested. In, I remember reading this. Yeah. So first stage is ten minutes. Breathing chaotically through the nose. Let breathing be intense, deep, fast, without rhythm, with no pattern. And concentrating always on exhalation. Exhalation, sorry. The body will take care of the inhalation. The breathing should move deeply into the lungs. Do this fast and hard as possible. Um, ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. And use your natural body movements to help you to build up your energy. Feel it building up, but don't let it go. So you hold on to it for the first stage. Second stage is where it gets a bit fucking fun. Explode is second stage. So the next 10 minutes, let go of everything that needs to be thrown out. Follow your body. Give your body freedom to express whatever is there. Go totally mad. Scream, shout, cry, jump, kick, shake, dance, sing, laugh, all the fucking things you want to do. Just do it. Hold nothing back. Keep your whole body moving. So, yeah, that, that's stage three. Okay. Stage two, sorry. Now. Stage three, we've, this is where it gets culty. <laughs> if that wasn't too culty for you, the first two stages. With arms raised high above your head, jump up and down, shouting the mantra, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> was it ho or was it, I thought it was who. Who, you're probably right, sorry. Who, who, yeah, right. Who, 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 yeah. As deeply as possible. Each time you land on the flats of your feet, let the sound hammer out. Into the sex center. <laughs> give, all, give it all you have. Exhaust yourself completely. Fourth step, stop. For, so this is for 15 minutes. Freeze wherever you are in whatever, sorry, whatever position you find yourself in. Don't arrange the body in any way. A cough, a movement, anything will dissipate the energy flow and the effort will be lost. Be a witness to everything that is happening to you. And the last stage, celebrate with music and dance. Express whatsoever is there. Carry your aliveness with you throughout the day. And then like a lot okay, of them. Um, <laughs> whatever you say, man. Do you want my money? What do you need? What do you need, Bug One? You need rubies? <laughs> I'm a foreigner. I got dollars. <laughs> um, one of the like things I took from that or I noticed from that when they were talking about that meditation process was yeah. like the mixed reviews at the end of it. Like some of them like, I just broke out in tears. I just got emotional and the others were like, just like a total weight had been lifted or, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. If you did do that like every day, you would feel different. Yeah. You know, letting everything out. Like when you came in today, you were like, fucking, you need to let something out. You know what I mean? You were stressed. I was ready to murder. I was ready to fight me. I'm just like, oh, okay, Someone scratched my car, Brett. Yeah, you weren't happy about that. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Not that I can do about it, but I'm not having it. Might yeah. go home and do some dynamic meditation. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are your parents going to think? Yeah. <laughs> they come running like, in. This is over. What are you doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> they come running in. I'm like, ah! <laughs> 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 anyway, did you, um, yeah, did you hear about Pamela Anderson the other day? I think it was like when was this? two days ago or so. Two days ago. So. Yeah, look, um, Young White moved on to bigger and better things from Pam Anderson once he discovered uh, what YouPorn is and xvideos.com. But um, you're, not, you're not jacking it to Pam Ann anymore? No, no. Be doing, mate. No, no, I just, I just can't be doing that, you know. I've, I've moved on. So John Peters. John Peters is a bloke, right, obviously in America, who uh, he was a producer of A Star Is Born, the original, and the remake with Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Anyway, uh, he claims that Pamela Anderson married him to pay off bills. 
He says, so basically, there's this one... one As if he didn't think that was going to happen already. It was only 12 days, man. It's a bit sus on Pam Anderson, (laughs) but get this. (laughs) Put the two of them next to each other and you'll be able to tell that. Yeah, yeah, he's not the he's not the prize pig, is he? But um, <laughs> neither is she anymore. No, she's yeah, but she's getting old, man. Wonder how old she is. Google that for me. How old's Pamela Anderson? How she's getting on. I know that much. Anderson? I'll tell you the the quote you said in this article I read. It's fucking amazing. So this is uh this is John Peters. Needless to say, she's fifty two. Fifty two. That's right. You know what she should have done to make money? What? In the milf porn. Oh. Stepmum porn. Mm. Stepmum porn. She could have her own. Well, she needs the money, obviously. Yeah, obviously <laughs> Brazzers yeah. oh, will fucking hook her Brazzers up. Brazzers will pick that up for sure. Yeah, a couple of mil. They got the Octo Mum, didn't they? Remember the Octo oh, Mum? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, man. She <laughs> I haven't come born. across that. Well, she had eight kids and then couldn't like afford to look after them. So, uh, mm, I think a bit of porn. I think they got that chick off um, Teen Mum. Forget what her name was. Razza, oh. Fazza, Razza. No, Farah. Farah. F A R A H. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. one. She's, she's still going good. Nice I think. one. Maybe I'll check it out tonight. I'll let you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be eagerly waiting. Um, anyway, so this is the quote he said about Pam Anderson. Needless to say that when she texted me that she wanted to get married, it was kind of a dream come true, even though I was engaged <laughs> to someone else. And 120 years old. <laughs> and the lady was moving in. I dropped everything for Pam. <laughs> <laughs> she had almost $200,000 in bills and no way to pay it. So I paid it. And this is the thanks I get. There's no fool like an old fool. <laughs> oh, man. The poor bloke, I'm 74. At, I'm just looking at some photos old. of her right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Taking God. The Photoshop ones. Nah, Photoshop ones are right. Oh, that one's all right. That one's from ages ago for sure. Yeah. That's about 40 year old Pam there. Skip to 50 year old Pam. Oh my god! <laughs> luckily, oh. luckily, this is no one could see that. <laughs> oh no! Nah, she's a fucking she's 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 an icon, mate. Don't shit on Pam Anderson. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, it's just showing me a, a recent photo? Jesus. She's uh yeah yeah yeah. I see I see why the funds are long. <laughs> I need to look up Baywatch just to really reset my brain back to positive thoughts. Mm. Anyway, watch Pamela running. Oh, Number yeah. one search. You're a horn dog. You do that, and I'll move on to another, something else. Yep. Because <laughs> no, no one can appreciate you watching Pamela Anderson around. All right, then we're oh, back. It's on the beach. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> back. Well. You're doing well. Yes. Okay. Circulatory motion from blood to my penis has reintegrated itself. Nice, nice. Okay. We're back. Okay, great, great. Let's move on. To Moving on. Let's move on to something sad. Okay. <laughs> that, that wasn't <laughs> sad. sad. That wasn't sad enough. No, <laughs> a bit, bit of a conspiracy for your wife. Let's finish it on a conspiracy. Finish it on a conspiracy. Right, yeah. It's a good one. You it's know, pretty out there. You know I love them. It involves 4chan, so you know it's going to be a bit wacky. Uh, <clears throat> yep. So, um, oh. coronavirus, we're not going to recap that. You all know what's going on with the coronavirus. Um, anyway, it's getting worse. It's not getting better. <laughs> 4chan <laughs> users uh, find... So a 14 user finds evidence of over 13,000 bodies oh, being burned. Yes. I've seen this. Being burned in an seen empty field outside of Wuhan. You know what the funny thing is? Every time he tells this, tell this to someone, they're not even surprised. They're like, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> let, me, uh, let, let me tell you his points that he had, which are pretty interesting. There are multiple reports on crematoriums working overtime, burning bodies nonstop. Uh, then on the 4th of February, Express, which is a news outlet, um, reported of he- heavy smog in Wuhan, feared to come from burning bodies. 
now compiled the evidence that it may indeed signal a massive burning of bodies. On the 3rd of February, some sort of massive operation went down in Wuhan. Uh, first up, dozens of hazmat guys got into town block buildings. Later, a long chain of white vans started driving somewhere. You know it's sus when the white vans come out. <laughs> the white vans, <laughs> the white vans come out. What's going on? Something's happening. It's fumigation or a kidnapping. So get this. This is where it gets a bit deeper. During the night and morning of the 3rd uh, yeah. and 4th. SO2 emissions. Here we go. Exactly. There were massive SO2 emissions uh, coming from a field outside of Wuhan. This could have been tra- sorry. This can could have been tracked sorry on windy.com. and uh, numbers as high as 1.3k to 1.5k were seen, while just 80 is considered high. Shit! First time I read this story, I thought it was 13k. That would have been gnarly. <laughs> I was going to say, it makes it sound a little bit more possible that this has gone a tad unnoticed. So get this: there was no such numbers anywhere else in the world. Nowhere, nowhere but Wuhan, and um. SO2 emissions predominantly come from burning biological matter. See, China's are just brutal, eh? Yeah, man. Solution, burn. It's not all, guys. It's like the, the zombie apocalypse. Last point, Hedge, and then Go we on. can sorry, sorry, mate. About sorry. It all. sorry, sorry, cut you off. <laughs> One human body produces roughly 113 grams of SO2 when burned. Based on the numbers of emissions around Wuhan, it was calculated that it would require, sorry, require... 13,968 bodies to create to create that amount of SO2. Almost 14,000 burning. Bam. Dead. Jeez. See ya. Thanks for coming. Jeez. Could you imagine? We all know their line. Everyone knows their line about like... Yeah, it's out. been like that since probably two weeks in. Everyone's thinking they're, they're fudging the numbers or they're not telling you the real story. Well, they, they built like huge fucking... Two hospitals in hospitals. Uh, yeah. two weeks, I think. Yeah. Smash them they're out. like... There's been constant hysteria about yeah. it. Not to be, uh, what is it, harsh on them, but they're like, it's sort of a compliment in a way. They're a bit like ants. They just build shit that quick around. and they just mm. go. That's why they're like the leading they force on the planet. Yeah. I don't think they would be concrete structures, though. They would just be uh, so-called plug-and-play yeah. sort of things, like prefabbed components just put together. Mm. Shit they had left over. Mm. Which they would have a fuckload left over, um, but yeah, the, you know what I heard today what? that there is even drones operating in the fumigation. What? what yeah. Do you mean? yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't think it's one hundred percent confirmed because you know drones. China. They got their own news outlet. They got their own Google. Yeah. <laughs> they got their own. But these, Facebook. these drones rolling around just fumigating the streets. Yeah. And then um, there's a story of this. Um, this, I actually heard it through another podcast, mm. old mate, Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there's a drone that was like uh, sort of surveying an area or whatever and a lady came out of her house and she wasn't wearing a mask. So the drone was like following around and then there was a, like an announcement coming through the drone, like you don't have your mask on, go Get home. Out. You don't have your mask on, go home. What? Yeah, it wasn't confirmed. This is just hearing it through another podcast, through, through other... Through Rogan's podcast. Yeah, through yeah. other outlets they're probably hearing wow. it from. But yeah, like... Okay. Imagine that, like drones just rolling around. Please return to your home. Yeah, You're not yeah, wearing a mask. The future's here, eh? Right? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. We're driverless cars and we've got drones telling us what to do. <laughs> it's all happening. Oh, but, there you go. There's what, 25,000 square foot hospital in eight days? Yeah. That was just, I think that was the first one they built. Using stadiums as makeshift hospitals. So This is literally the film 28 days later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Minus the zombies that run around and try to bite your dick the off. Zombies are coming. They're going to get your <laughs> dick, everybody. Watch out. 
But like an alternate theory to why all that's happening, just to sort of not to be so one-sided, one-sided with it all. Uh, it could be chickens, everybody. It could be chickens. <laughs> they got hundreds of millions of chickens, which they can't send because of like what's going on. So uh, they're all on lockdown due to this virus. So they're killing them all, basically. Something it's like 350 million in one place or something? What? 350 million chickens. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, so there, there's easily enough chickens to create those SO2 numbers. Oh, so they might've been culling the chickens, not well, 300 human beings. Million if they got them. 300 million chickens. But the, but the interesting thing is like this dude on 4chan, oh, sorry, he went, he went yeah. deep. I'm sort of just like brushing over it all. But like, there's like photos of like, it's just, it's interesting because we all know there's a lot more going on and they built this huge hospital and they, they wouldn't have built a crematorium. You know yeah. what I mean? So where are they going to fuck everyone off? True. True. Could be the chickens though. <laughs> and, then, and it's a great time for a conspiracy theory, isn't it? Yeah. People were just like, yep, I'll believe that. I'm being lied yeah, to. Yeah, get on board everybody. Fucking <laughs> hell. Okay, we've done well, right? I reckon uh, let's call it there. Let's call keep it, it a bit there, shorter. Are we done? Yeah. Yeah, keep it a bit shorter this week. Yeah, that's not done. Um, well, not. I'm angry enough. Yeah. Let's go home. Like, let's go have a drink and, and relax yourself, okay? Yeah, I'll take another whiskey. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you. See ya.